Due to a post-recording software failure, we are forced to replace Jack's audio track with that of the built-in microphone of the camera. We do apologize for any inconvenience. Hello, I'm Mike Knowles. Lies! <laughs> You're starting with lies! There we go. That could be an opening. We're just gonna wing it. talk about gaming because that's what we do not bad not bad did you not like that did you like that i mean you can redo it if you want yeah, i'm gonna keep doing let's it try, let's try it again try let's try to get a little more excitement i'm gonna keep doing it until we nail it sure okay go, go for it. do that i like the good morning though i like that sure yeah uh, i want to keep that good i mean you can always change the words for each episode today can be good morning next one can be good evening whatever you want whatever you want Good morning, and welcome to the Power Cycle Podcast, Yen's podcast where we talk about gaming, what we love about it, and, you know, stuff that's going on. I am Jack Barron. And I'm Mike Knowles. The beautiful Mike Knowles. Now, this is our, this is, <laughs> Work it. this is our first episode, and, you know, we want to make this because if you've watched any of our YouTube videos, uh, we do gaming news. Uh, we do gameplay, but you know, a lot of the time you don't get to see us talk. Yeah. Like, you know, behind the scenes, like we're chatting about games where there's a lot going on. I feel like our chemistry doesn't come across sometimes because we're, we're telling the news. Yeah. We want to give a little more face value. Exactly. Guys. We're giving information or, or we're performing, playing a game. And, and with, with news, we have to read the facts. Now we get to just give opinions. You know, it's, it's about delivering the core information in those three to five, maybe seven minutes. Now it's about, you know, really the open and the conversation. Exactly. I feel like. I feel like, like, like me, and me especially, because whenever we're doing a gameplay, I feel like I'm always either doing very poorly, because you kind of throw me onto a game, mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, just play it, Jack. <laughs> I do like that. Like, I play video games at home. I feel like everyone looks at me as if I'm the one who is bad at the game. No, I'm equally bad. Here's what happens, right? So you look bad like you're the bad gamer, but then you hand me the controller, and you've been playing for like an hour, and yeah. I haven't touched, I didn't get to do the tutorial, and then I look like a fucking terrible gamer because of the fact that I don't know how to, what the controls do or anything like that. Yes, I feel like you never get to do the tutorial. I never get like to do, you, no, that's correct, that's like correct. Like, I learn it, I learn how to play the game, and then I just give it to you. Yeah. And then that's kind of where we go. I mean, that's fine, it's a good, it's a good, not, not today. Today's gonna be a little bit different, and you guys can see that, we're working on a, uh, a uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands Let's Play. We're gonna shoot right after this, so that'll be going up soon. But anyway, Jack, real quick before we get into this, where can people find us if they're if they're new to the podcast or the the show? Well, if you are listening to us on YouTube, we are also on iTunes. Power Cycle Podcast, I imagine, is what one yep. to search. And we will also be on SoundCloud. SoundCloud is what it's called. Yeah, it's called SoundCloud. And that will also be Power Cycle Podcast. And then if you type in Power Cycle Podcast on YouTube, you will find us. Actually, you'll see us, and you can actually look at us. And how handsome we are, or at least how handsome Mike is, right? Yeah. Well, if you guys want to go over to YouTube, we have lots of content over there. It's youtube.com slash ye network. That's youtube.com slash ye network. You can also find me at, at the mighty Mike on Twitter. And, uh, and I am at the red bear. There we go. There's an underscore after the red, I believe, but that, I'll post that yeah, in, I mean, the, in the link down below. The description of the podcast will be there. Yeah, it'll be somewhere. You can, you'll, I mean, you find me, you'll find Jack. Well, what I was hoping we could do is, you know, I feel like we can. News is what we cover mainly on the channel. We well, do yeah. a lot of gameplay on the channel. But to me, I want this to be a place where we can kind of talk about trends in gaming, our love of gaming, 
kind of a, a commentary on the industry as a whole. I feel like we'll get to do a lot of that. Absolutely. Where, like today, one of the topics I want to talk about was, uh, does, has gaming changed as, as you've gotten older? Like, is gaming the same? Do you still love it as much as you do? Um, current trends, like in multiplayer, um, I just bought For Honor, uh, For Honor and Rainbow Six Siege. And I think they're very similar games. I think it's a very common. Is, is, are we getting to the first topic now? Yes, yeah, very soon. I'm, I'm just explaining. <laughs> I was going to get a little description. Um, but the first topic we'll go into uh, is changing our age in gaming. So people get to know us better, you know, how we play games. So I feel like no one really knows what we play. They see us what we play on the, on the channel. Yeah, but they don't see, like, our favorite games. You know, they don't see me play, um, you know, Overwatch. They don't see me play. Castle Crashers at home with Jake, yeah. you know, my, my roommate. So that's, I want to get the list. Yeah, well, let's get right into it. So, so explain the first topic here a little bit more. So the first topic I want to get into is I just turned 21. I'm Woo! A, I'm an old, an old man. You're an old man. There's not water in my cup. You're an old man and a young alcoholic. Yeah, and a young alcoholic, exactly. I think I'm going to have to take a big, long drink. Yeah. I have a sore throat today, of all oh. days. And so I was wondering, at 21 years old, I've been playing games for a very long time. 21 years, not 21 years, but yeah. Yeah, like, let's let's go with, like, 15, Yeah, like, I played on, my first game was Pokemon Yellow for the Game Boy. Oh. My first console was the N64, and now I'm playing on the Xbox One, and I'm wondering, has gaming for you gotten better with age, or has it gotten worse? Like, do you still have that same love? You know, it's a lot like... A lot of things I feel like with growing older is like where the love is there, it's just different. So, for example, when you're a kid, you have, you know, I, I would argue you have more money now when you're older because you have a job, obviously. But when you're a kid, you have more disposable money. I agree, yeah, know. disposable, yeah. I mean, I can't speak for everyone. You know, some people have less money out there in the world. But, like, I was middle class, so I had more of a disposable income as a kid. So, you know, birthday money, uh, chores around the house. I would, like, I would do yard work for the neighbors, earn some money. Uh, and I would just buy whatever games. You know, I come home from school, I go to sports practices, and then, you know, I would just... All my free time, homework, and then video games, you know, like, yeah. you know, uh, Super Smash Brothers, uh, Super Mario Sunshine. I had, I basically had GameCube growing up, uh, and I got that, I got that really late too. Yeah, wow. well, I had a Game Boy Advance. Oh, okay. Before yeah. that, yeah, very fair. But like, yeah, like everyone had a console before me. Most of that, most of that's because all my friends had older brothers. But uh, yeah, I was really late. Like I would, like my my one neighbor who babysat me, she had a PlayStation. I would go over play Tomb Raider. With her, like when I was like seven over there, like I'd be that kid who had, who was who had all everyone was his friend, but I was really just there for their video game. I feel that I know me and my my neighbor uh, Jake, who I live with now when I was younger. Uh, whoever bought a console, that the friend would get that same one. So I bought an N sixty four. He got one. He got a GameCube. I got a GameCube. Uh, I got a Wii. Uh, no, I got a PlayStation two. Yeah, that's why I'm an Xbox guy too. Yeah, so we go back and forth. And eventually, I got the Xbox, and he got one. And I think the same is for me where the love is different because I, I remember when I was younger, you know, I remember like Pokemon was like huge. And I remember like being so excited for Pokemon or so excited for whatever game was coming out for game. Cause I had a game informer. I had like Nintendo. Oh, yeah, dude, under my bed at home was like a drawer. It's just like years of game informer. Yeah. And I, I always wonder, you know, cause I don't have that now. I don't have game informer. I don't even go to GameStop anymore. Like I don't even like, I went to GameStop just to get a 3DS over Black Friday. And yeah. I had been there in years before then. That's what I'm saying. But I remember GameStop when I was. Oh yeah, you just go in there, and just hang out like a library. Like, like it was ten. Like I would go in there at ten. I would speak to the guy who was running it, and like I had my GameStop card, like my GameStop card. Oh yeah, dude. Like my that's my license at the time. Yeah, like you, like I am a real gamer. I have a yeah. GameStop card. And like they had the point system, but now I I don't know what it is. I've been trying to figure it out because. Like even today, I was playing. Not today. Yesterday, I was playing For Honor. I was playing Rainbow Six. And I just wasn't 
it almost felt like I was just doing it to do it. And I've, and I've had that for a very, for a very long time. Cause I think the last game I got really excited for, uh, cause you got me into it was Overwatch. And I think that was because I had like, uh, I don't know I can't how to describe it. Cause I was playing with you. I was playing with a bunch of people. Right. And this is where I was going to go. So along with disposable income, you had disposable time. I agree. Yeah. And so, like, you had time to just throw out the single-player experience, whether it was a Zelda game, whether it was, like, Uncharted, you know. And now now our time is so precious as college students yeah. where, or, or, you know, even, like, people our age who are in college, like, young working adults, where when you have time off, you don't want to be alone. You want to be with your friends. So, about it's now about social gaming. So, Overwatch is a very social game. Even, yeah. even if it's, like, with rando people, it's a very teamwork-oriented game. So, it's about interacting with people. Whereas, like, before, you would spend time playing, like, Dead Rising for three hours. Now you have, like, an hour. So, like, these social games of quick smaller games are are what really leads to succession and with overwatch again like it's kind of like smash brothers almost where you know instead of the in-person thing you play it online more often but it's anyone can play this game it's so easy to play and it's so fun to play but then you know for the hardcore gamers like or, or even people just love it so much like again i have very little time to game compared to before but like Sometimes I have a weekend where the workload's easy and I can like sit down for four hours a game. I also play Overwatch because when you want to get really in depth and really good at the game, you have that time. And I think as well, I remember when in middle school and like high school and everything, I my friend group would that everyone played video games. Mm-hmm. Like my entire like there wasn't a person who I knew that. Oh, I had people who I wasn't even like friends with i would just play with like the cool kids because it's like oh well mike's a gamer so like we want him to play with us on our team anyway and like pokemon i think everyone played pokemon yeah my first my first game of advance game was soul silver as i'm saying i I feel like video games when you're younger is something that everyone is into i don't know if everyone's into it it, it's just i think it's an activity well i feel like our generation it became more affordable like that like i remember I, i feel like we were born this cool time where you know, video games kind of hit this very, I don't know, like, I remember the, the Game Boy Color, I remember the Game Boy Color came out, and then the Game Boy Advance came out, like, everything was, it was like, every year, like, it almost felt like you were jumping 10 years into the future. Yeah, absolutely. You're like, wow, Game Boy Color. I mean, that was, that was also the tech boom, too. Yeah. yeah. You know, it was like, Game Boy Color, it'll never get better than this. Like, like so Game here, Boy Advance, like, oh my god. Here's the thing, like, really, the gaming also, so, like, I do a lot of PC gaming now, like, and that's new for me, I, I only got a real gaming PC for editing ring in, uh, editing ring in August. Uh, my dad worked at uh, IBM back in the day, oh, like so. Like I like I remember having like dial-up internet. Yeah. I had like the old like compact like COMPAQ computer. Like like most kids today, even in my grade, like they didn't get a computer until they were like in middle school. And by then, it was like the more modern Windows computer and stuff like that, yeah. or the Mac. And like no, no, I remember like the '80s, '90s computer because I had that growing up because my dad worked at IBM and like. That was, like, that's a memory, like, that I have. Like, I remember playing, like, Jumpstart games yeah, on yeah. this, like, IBM computer or, and, like, being on AOL internet and, like, getting really mad when my mom got on the phone. Like, yeah, I remember, and I, I, it really hit home, too, when I brought my my little cousin to my room and I, I had, like, found my old GameCube and I was playing, like, Lord of the Rings, The Third Age, which was a game that I could not figure out at, like, nine years old, ten years old. I just didn't get it. I didn't have a memory card. Man. Like, I played. I had a GameCube without a memory card for years. Oh, I had, I had that for, like, but, a little while. Like, I would just play a game, turn it off, and just play Yeah, it's like a demo every time. And then just re- replay it. And I, would, and I would lose at the same part. And then one day, I sat down. I was, like, you know, 20, 19 years old. I'm like, okay, I'm going to play Lord of the Rings, third age, and I'm going to kick its butt. And I did. I was, like, playing it. And I was like, wow. I think we all have that game, too. I was like, this game is very in-depth. Like, this game is surprisingly... 
Like, yeah, it's like, how's a kid supposed to be in yeah. this game? Like, it's not, like, really in-depth. It's probably a very low-level, like, RPG, but... But I, for the time. Yeah, I was like, whoa. Like, I don't remember. Yeah, what was that? I had a few games like that, I know for a fact. Here, here's the one that's embarrassing. Jimmy Neutron, the movie, the game, on the GameCube. I could not beat that game. I don't know why. I just couldn't beat it. It, it took me coming back to it four years later during a power outage where we only had uh, our generator running. So, I'm like, oh, I'll play some, like, old GameCube games yeah. or something like that. And I like went. I'm like, oh, I never beat this game. I'll go beat this game. And I was like, I was like, how? Did, like, he was like, I was like stuck on like level three. I just, I just didn't go to this one character and talk to them. And I'm like, why didn't I talk to this character? Like, <laughs> yeah, I think that, I think everyone has that like one game. That, like, as a kid, they just couldn't crack. And then they're adult. They're like disappointed with themselves. I'm like, how can I do this? Like, and I think like, I'm trying at 21 as well and 20. You know, being college, I, I feel like the end of high school was that time where people started getting out of gaming. Like, I feel like my friend group... Yeah. Like, I remember going on Xbox Live, Modern Warfare 2, like, you know, 10th grade, and I had a 12-person lobby. Like, mm -hmm. everyone I knew was playing it. Oh, yeah. I had, like, a Halo clan that yeah. was a part of that. Like, I remember Friday nights, like, it was 20 people you all knew playing. And I remember, like, junior year of high school, senior year of high school, you know, that friend group started dwindling. Mm -hmm. People were getting yeah. out of it. People were like, okay, gaming's not for me anymore. Or I just have time for it. You know? Yeah, I have time for it. And, like, you know, or, like, they'll think, like, oh, man, like, you know, I'm not into it. And I was seeing that, like, you know, and even my roommate was having his girlfriend over. And she was like, oh, I used to play, but now I just think it's very childish. And I think it's not a thing for me. And I think that's part of it as well as, you know, I lost that 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 group. Like, like Halo 3 was mm -hmm. only, like, is that everyone? Oh, yeah. Halo 3 and Halo Reach for yeah. me. Yeah. Like, Halo 3 is, like, this game that's, like, in, like, to, to, to most of our people who are our age, like, this god tier, like, that was yeah. the epitome of Forge like, mode changed yeah. everything. Like, that when it came was like to my gaming experience, and it was it was basically Minecraft like beforehand. Yeah. Like it was like here's the base game, but then you can do whatever you want with it. Yeah. Like yeah. Now, do you think like it was it was good, or did you also think it's because all of your friends? Oh, the game was good. Okay. Like I, I think my group of friends would have found whatever game it was. Yeah. If it wasn't Halo Three, there would have been another game. It's what whatever fed that thing, and that's where I said that making the Minecraft correlation here is the fact that, like. We could play. We could play any game, and we did. We played like we played like Modern Warfare Two. Yeah. We played. Uh, we played Halo. We played Mario Kart Online because the Wii U was out at that point. Had only Mario Kart. Um, but we kept going back to Halo Three, and then Halo, after that, Halo Reach because it offered more gameplay experiences. You know, you had the regular Slayer, and you had the Capture the Flag, but then you had like, oh, uh, you had um, uh, what's the the name of the guy? Um, Mike Myers. Mike, Mike Myers, Myers game Mike, mode. Mike, yeah. Mike, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then all those other game modes too. Like, so you didn't even have to play it that way. You could play like a totally different game within this game. And I, th I think, I think it really was about the friends. But the friends found the best game. Like that was the best game for people to play. And then you know, games like Minecraft came along and then expanded on the social thing. You know, like like oh, this game is about doing what you want with your friends and not about doing a set objective. Yeah, like I didn't play Halo Three multiplayer. Like I didn't play social. Like I played Social Slayer, mm -hmm. but I didn't play like ranked. I'll get on Halo Three. And my friends would go, okay, like what custom game? And that was it. Like you, you would get on, I'd get on. I think that's the difference. I would get on Xbox on a Friday night. Because right now on a Friday night, I go out. You know, I go out with friends. Yeah. Now on a Friday night, it, um, back then on a Friday night, I mean, I would sit down probably 9 o'clock, like mm -hmm. 9 p.m. My brother would be next. Because you could do split screen. Like, you know, so, yeah, yeah. so you could both play against. My brother would also get on. Real quick. And Halo 6 confirmed split screen's returning. Really? Yeah, it came out today. That is impressive. That, is, I, that, made, that makes my heart warm. But yeah, so he would hop on. And that blew our minds. Like, I could be on Xbox Live. He would also be. So we're playing the same TV, yeah. playing together. And and we have one and we have one, one account. We have one Xbox Live account. So mm -hmm. I'll just be yeah, a guest. Yeah, just guest. Yeah, yeah. so I, you could be a guest. So yeah. I was like, what? And so we were guests, and we were getting to this lobby, 12 people, but then from 9 p.m. 
to three o'clock in the morning, we were playing custom games. That's what it was. And to me, that you know, either my age or either just games in general, I'm not doing that anymore. And I think that was also part of it. I remember playing games from nine p.m. to three o'clock in the morning, like oh, yeah, every absolutely. week. But now, uh, now I'll be sitting there playing for three hours. I'm like, oh man, I need to, I need to get off. Like, yeah, that's that's about like, the whole time. Yeah. It, yeah, it's not even like that. We don't want to be doing that. It's about, it's about priorities, you know. Okay, I think that's why. You, you I think people are able to do that. I think I think it, with us, it's also a school thing. We have a lot more deadlines. Yeah. Like people that aren't in school, they have a job. You go, you work your job, yeah. you're done. You're not expected to do anything else until you come back in for that next job. Yeah. So I, I think I think there's I think there's a lot of people still do that. And I feel like uh, in the coming months, like summer summer vacation, I did that a lot during summer vacation. I definitely went back to my gaming roots a lot more than I was. Um, but but real quick to go on the topic, uh, just to, like. Maybe put a bow on this, in my opinion. So, l- how about we starting with you? Let Let's name the like the three games, the three last games we played. Like, I, I want to make a comment based on. So, what What are the last three games you have played? Rainbow Six Siege. Okay. For Honor. Okay. And then I recently played Battle Block Theater with a friend who had come over. I, I brought a girl over. We were playing Battle Block yeah. Theater yeah. together. And so, and so, my last three games are Overwatch, uh, Ultimate Chicken Horse, and what was what would the four that be? I mean, I technically played Halo 5 last night, testing some stuff on the Xbox settings, but uh, before that, it'd be Age of Empires. So, aside from Age of Empires, all, all the games we named are all social games. They're all they're right, all, yeah. they're all multiplayer, social games, they're smaller, they're quicker, and, and that and that's what the trend is now for people our age. And I feel like you go back, you know, like, like I bought 3DS on Black Friday because I had a lot of traveling coming up for work mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. I'm like, I'll be able to play a lot, I'll be able to bust a lot, I need something to do. So, I bought 3DS, was on sale, I bought, like, all the Pokemon games I missed. Um, and over break, when I was traveling a lot for work and stuff, I played the shit out of those games. Since I came back to college, I have not touched that 3DS. Yeah. I mean, and that speaks to, I don't want to be part of these solo experiences. When I have my hour to play, I want to play with my friends. Yeah, like I, I don't have a PC, so I, mean, I have this Mac that I play on. And I, I was playing Civilization with my roommate. Civilization, like, you know, yeah, and a 15-hour game. Yeah. And but I was like, like, we sat down, we were playing it, and, you know, we played it for like three hours. And we, even we both were like, like, oh my gosh, like... We've been playing this game for three hours. Yeah. Like, like I, we have stuff to do. Like, I, yeah. I, have to, I have to go do something. And, you know, I want to, and that's the also part of it is, you know, there is this, there's a time difference there. And this, as I agree, you know, put a button on the subject. I think we have moved past the, there is gaming to game. Mm-hmm. And then I think we, I play video games now with friends. If I'm, if I'm alone. Yeah, it's a social platform. Like, if no one's online, I might not even play. Yeah. Like, okay, I'll, I'll do something else. Like, a lot of people be on their phones and they'll just be, like, on Facebook and stuff like that. Or, like, I see a lot of people, I didn't even realize until I got to college how many people FaceTime. I, I thought, like, no one FaceTime except for, like, couples that, like, yeah. weren't with each other. But, uh, yeah, like, a lot of people FaceTime. But, like, for us, it, you know, it's voice chat over gaming. Yeah, voice chat. Right, I agree. Yeah. All right, cool. So, uh, so my first subject for today, right. uh, going into Overwatch a bit more. Uh, so, so two things. First of all, um, Dice Awards happened the other day. Uh, Overwatch wins Game of the Year at Dice. Surprising, like, surprising yeah, no surprising one. no one. Uh, like it's it's literally one of the best games out there. Uh, it took home actually more awards than that. It took home Game of the Year, Outstanding Achievement in Game Design, Outstanding Achievement in Online Gameplay, and Action Game of the Year. Uh, all super deserved. Uh, Kaplan and all the guys over there worked very hard in this game, and, and you you can tell. And, like you don't even have to play the game. You can just look at what the game is uh, to know this. Um, and then in addition to that, uh, we have a report coming out from, uh, that's not it. Uh, we have a report coming out of Korea that, uh, the Overwatch League is coming in Q3 of 2017, reportedly, uh, which is, if you guys don't know, the, uh, professional, uh, esports league that Blizzard is setting up for Overwatch specifically. Um, and so I, I really want to talk about Overwatch, but not, not how much we love the game, but what the game is 
is in the industry here. I mean, because we I could go off forever about how much old yeah, this game, and I know you could too. Yeah, but like, this is like Modern Warfare Two levels of gaming. There are original Dota and League of Legends like level. Like we have, we have this game that is transcending communities. I know people that haven't played games in years that have this game because of the digital forty dollar price tag. Like, there's a lot of things this game is doing, and it, I, I just want to take a minute to. Rack, rack each other's brains about about how big is this thing going to get? I remember when you brought up the game. I remember we, we, we were filming, so we were doing a shoot. You were really mad because, uh, I remember the first one, real quick. <laughs> how it destroys and sets up expectations where during the beta, you're like, oh, I can't wait to play Genji. You can took control of Genji and you're like, Where's the sword? And I'm like, that's only the ult. And you're like, oh, what? <laughs> yeah, I was livid. And but I remember you showing it to me, and you're like, you're so excited for this game. You're like, you're like, we're we were doing a news story on like the trailers that have been coming. Out. I didn't even heard of the game, and you gave me the key to the beta, and I was like, okay, like let's check this out. And I was playing it, and at first I didn't get it, which I think, which I think is what caught my interest. Is I sat down, I looked at it, and I didn't get it. I sat down, I was like, what is this game? I started playing it, and I was like, I don't understand. Like, I, I, I was picking characters, I didn't know what they did. I was like, I was like, this guy looks cool, this guy looks cool. And I was like, I was, like, I play, I was playing Genji, I was like, where's the sword? I was playing Hanzo, I was like, why is this guy have a bow? And I was like, well, I didn't get what the game was trying to do. And that was an experience I hadn't had in a long time. Because I feel like that's how, that's how it was when I was younger. It was, I picked up a game, I didn't know what it did, and then and my, my time was spent figuring it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a challenge. I gave it to my roommate. I was like, I got to go to class. You play it. I walk, I gave it to him. I left for class at 10. Come back at 3. He is still playing it. And he looks over at me. He goes, dude, I just mastered Hanzo. Like, you got to see this. Like, look at all this cool stuff. I doubt it, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, but that was, like, in, in, and he does not, he plays sports games. Like, he's a guy who, like, like he, Madden, he plays Madden, 2K, and, like, that is it. Yeah. And... But he was sitting there. He was like, "I love Overwatch." He's like, "I don't get it." He's like, "I don't understand what this game is." Like the characters are weird. He's like, Look. And that, the, "So the characters are interesting. The gameplay was like the gameplay isn't even like interesting. It's, it's not like it's well, it's unique per the character. Exactly. It's, like it's, every it's, character is a different game almost. Like it's a shooter, but it, it's it's not like you pick Mercy, I pick Genji, and we're playing the same game. Right. It is if I pick a character, my gameplay is inherently different than your character, and there was that, but I think also I think it's one of the only games to come out recently where it is just fun to play. Like it, it's, like I paid sixty dollars for it. Actually, I, I, I paid a hundred dollars. I, I bought it on digital on PC and Xbox. I got it. I don't know how I got. It. I, mean, I think my brother bought it because I think he had like Xbox credit. He had something where he where he bought it, and we I sat down. I was playing it, and for sixty dollars, you get the game. And that was it. I paid money. I received the game, and then immediately I was playing it. And I think that's also. I think Overwatch came at this time where sixty dollars no longer buys you a game. Sixty dollars gets you this base package. At, at least for online games. Like yes, Overwatch. I agree. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah. Yes. Like Call of Duty, you still get most of it. I haven't played the newest COD because because reasons we won't talk about it like i just um, bought rainbow six siege for 25 dollars. that game is not worth 60 dollars. if anyone said it's worth yeah 60, not yeah. even close there was one well, it was definitely rushed out for xbox yeah one. i mean there is one game mode yeah. which is just multiplayer there's no single player there but like is. tomb raider tomb raider is a game it, it, the, how much you like the game is is a different story but 
if it's the game you like, it's a full game for $60. Yes, I, it's never not a full I, game. I don't really, like, I, I, with single-player games, you know, if, it's only not worth 60 when there's, like, a glaring flaw. Like, yeah. clearly, like, Force Unleashed 2 is just a game that wasn't finished. It's not worth 60 Oh, my God. Force Unleashed 1 wasn't even. I beat that game in, like, yeah. three hours. That's what I'm saying. That might be a point where you're like, okay, this wasn't worth $60. But when I put in Overwatch, I got $60. I had all the characters. I had all the I had everything. It was just like, if you want more... You can buy more, and I said, but here. But it won't change the game. Yeah. You have the game. Like, the game is there. Like if you want, but everything you can get everything, if you just play. It. It's like okay, it's yeah. like you can buy it now. Yeah, the grind system is really. Yeah, good. you can get it. Like you level up, I'll give you loot boxes. Yeah, you can get you can get three loot boxes a week just off playing winning nine arcade games. Yeah, like, exactly. It it will. It's like I will give you what you want, but if you see something that you really want, and just you can have you can have it, but you know you, we're gonna give you everything that you need to play, and that that to me. Like, when I bought Rainbow Six, I was like, okay, this game is pretty cool. I bought it, and I started, I had to play a match to get Renown, which is, like, points, mm-hmm. to buy the next Operator. An Operator is, like, a thousand. And then there's the things within the Operators. Yeah, and you get, like, a hundred Renown a match, maybe. Unless, like, unless you're bad. Like, if you're bad, you're not, you're getting 50. Yeah. I sat there, I go, so I spent $25, and I... I now have to keep playing. I now have to play and unlock. Not unlock guns. I have to unlock the characters I wish to play as. Mm-hmm. And my friend Jay, he logged on. And you start out as a recruit, which is not a character. Yeah, 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 I remember. So he started. His own teammates killed him because he wasn't an operator. Like, so he had no operators. That's that community. Like, that's, and like, that, but that, to me, is a sign. That, that shows that there's something inherently wrong. Like, yeah, definitely. Like, like, oh, thanks for that $25. And here's... He's a bull in the back of the head. And here is your recruit character. Where's everyone else? Oh, you gotta play. But we designed it so that, like, by the time you buy through... Yeah, it's not even a progression system. It is yeah. a grind system. It is. Yeah. You buy... It's easy to buy the first ones. And then you, and then you want the last, the rest of them, and they're, like, 2,000 renowned. And it's like, oh. Yeah, so let me let me move on to, to the next thing. So so we talked about gameplay now, health game. Yeah. Community. Community is crazy. Like... Not only is the community, like, really good. I mean, there's cesspools. There always is. Yes. Uh, but, like, the people it reaches, the LGBT community, the gaming community, the casual gaming community, the, uh, like, there's people who don't even play this game that I know that will just, like, r- like read about it. Like, they'll just draw art about the characters, and they, they haven't touched these characters at all. Like, my one friend, she loves drawing Mercy all the time, um, and she hasn't touched this game. I can, like, you should come over and play. She's like... I don't have time, but like I'll keep drawing mercy. And like that's that's how great of a like outreach they have. Like like she follows Blizzard on Twitter or the Overwatch account on Twitter and doesn't play the game. Like I think it kind of, and I think that's what you know one of like one of the future topics for the episode with, with multiplayer and everything. It's this I think Overwatch, which is something that the gaming community is lacking, is 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 Overwatch. I think took a risk. Like it, it knew it's Blizzard. Like I know Blizzard can do great things. And, you know, the, the gameplay is a solid, like, you know, MOBA. Like, it, it's the gameplay was solid. But what they said was, let's create this universe. Like, let, let's, we're going to make these characters. We're going to make this story arc. We're going to invest in this universe. And we're going to see what happens. And they made a, a solid game. But what's fun is, like, the gameplay could be boring. The gameplay could be terribly no, designed. Well, I'm not going to say I, that, but, but like, I get what you're saying. But what's interesting is it the characters are fun. It is creative it is interesting like we play magic and magic is is the same game every time but the cards are fun mm-hmm. like the 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 game plays yeah the tools we are using are fun when i play roadhog you know they could have easily made roadhog 
the same as another character with a gun, but he's yeah. just a bigger guy. He just looks different, which is a lot of, I think a lot of games, people just look different. Yeah. When I play Roadhog, my, I have different health, which blew my mind that people have different health. I was like, wait, what? So like, I'm Mercy, I get wrecked. But like, so I had to play differently. And when I'm Roadhog, I'm bigger. When you're Genji, you're quick. You're all these different things. And so when you're playing, if you ever get bored, where I was like, oh, geez, I'll just be something else. Yeah, there's like 20 other gameplays, or what do we have, 22 heroes right now? Yeah. So it's 21 other gameplay experiences I can have right now. And when you play with your friends, the game is, I think the game is chaotic, but I think the game isn't frustrating. I, I, I think games like... It's only as frustrating as you let it get. Yeah. I think games like Call of Duty, games like Battlefield, they're frustrating. Like, it's... It's yeah, like, like the gameplay, like when you get wrecked by a sniper, you're just like, ugh. Or like Call of Duty is just designed in a way where you're like, oh my gosh, if I were to put time into this game, even if I'm still at this game, I am, I'm bad. like, I, I'll yeah. still get wrecked by yeah. some 10 year old kid. Sure. When you play Overwatch, if you are, like, I am pretty good with Roadhog, and Mercy too, when I was playing, very actively playing, you know, I was good with Mercy to the point where I was like, I wasn't dying. Yeah. And I was like doing a lot of like points, and I was having a blast. Yeah. And going back to the social construct that this, this speaks to, and I, I believe this thoroughly that team gameplay in that game will trump solo skill every time. Yes. Which then rewards the social experience. Like, I remember playing with you and, like, we had a full team. Like a full the party. commander. Yeah. And, like, that was some of the most fun. Like, I, I, I had people, like, I had Yeah, a, sorry. I can't, once I played it on PC, I can't go back to the Xbox. Oh, I, tried, I tried recently. I just couldn't. Like, I had a, like, I remember one of my favorite stories, like, playing Overwatch is I had a girl, like, invite me over to, like, have a date. She's like, let's go out tonight. Let's go see a movie. Like, let's go have dinner. Mm -hmm. And, like, that sounded great to me. And then we started playing. And I told her I was busy. Like, I was I was having so much fun playing. Like, you, I don't think you told me this. Like, like, there was a girl actively texting me saying, like, come over. Like, like I want to have a date. Like, I want to, like, we've been speaking for a bit. But I was sitting there. I'm like, I I have not had this much fun playing a video game in years. Like, this is this is what I missed. Like, you were yelling. I was, uh, I was screaming in my basement. And, like, my mom was like, what is going on? Like, that's what I would do when I was 15. I'd be, like, screaming and yelling. Be like, this is the best fun I've ever had. And that's what I had with you guys when I was playing it was we were yelling at the game. We were having. I was laughing, and like that was what, like when I play other games, I feel like I, I feel like as if I'm a chore. Like I'm, when I was playing Rainbow Six, it feels like a chore. It feels like I'm like it's fun, but I'm like, oh, like I'm not having like fun. Like I remember when I, I was in a match in Rainbow Six, where like, I was every, all everyone on my team was in game chat, mm -hmm. and that was fun. Like I was yeah. having. I realized like it is, I saw the game supposed to be played. Yeah, it but is. it doesn't reward that as much as I agree. Playing. I think with Overwatch, when you have like when you when you beat a team and you did it together. It feels great because I think it feels like Overwatch. It feels like you are the Overwatch. And yeah, that, absolutely. And that I think is what the game is good at is it gave you this universe, which I think is inherently positive. I think it's a positive game. Oh, absolutely. It that, promotes everything. Yeah, which I think is something that we, I think people overlook. They see like, they see like the cool characters. I think I think the casual audience overlooks. I think I think the hardcore Overwatch fans really appreciate it. I think I think it's an inspiring game yeah, yeah I, really. I, I i really haven't seen like games today are very dumb. i have a screenplay based on yeah. this universe that i'm working on like I, that's how inspiring it yeah, is yeah i think the i think the characters are fun hey the, the colors are bright like the color is bright. Oh, yeah. the, the music great. is bright the universe is is exciting the characters are fun they all have personality when i when i play overwatch and look at overwatch i'm like wow like you know this what? Is like, gaming. like these guys are pretty cool yeah like this is it's a game and it gets that it's a game like and Diva's literally playing games in the game. Yeah, like I feel so many games are like just so dark and dreary. Yeah, they're too like, they're too busy on realism and yeah. and uh, what's the word uh, immersion. Yeah. But like 
the immersion is the good is the good time, not about it being equated. Yeah, like I feel like when, I, when you're just yelling and screaming and playing Overwatch and like when like I, when you talk about the characters, like I think Genji just looks so cool. Like, I think about Genji, I'm like, wow, like he's a cool looking guy. <laughs> like, like he is just interesting. Or like Roadhog, it's like there's this big cumbersome guy and you're running around and like that's it. They you feel the character when you mm-hmm. like when you are Roadhog and you go and you go towards a tracer, you feel it. Like the tracer's like moving around. It's like, oh no, like I'm in trouble. Real talk. Genji versus Tracer, like whenever like you see pro Genji versus Pro Tracer, it's literally shit right out of anime. Like yeah. that's like an anime like Naruto fight going on. Yeah, like, again, that's that's the difference is you are you feel like that's like when I played Titanfall for the first time, I remember I was like I was like losing my mind. I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm in a Titan, I'm running around. Like and that's my favorite multiplayer game. I was like, oh my gosh, this feels awesome. It feels fun. And like they weren't selling me the game. They were selling me on this atmosphere. They're like, they're like, yes, they're like, just, they're like just give it a try. Like it's a base it's, it's a shooter to its core, but it's just fun. When you get a Titan you're in it, you're like, oh you yeah. feel like you're in it. And like that's what I'm saying with Overwatch is when you're playing Overwatch, you you just feel that you you feel the you feel Roadhog's mass. You when you're flying on Mercy, you're flying around healing people, and like you're it's it gives you this feeling. It says it's it almost gives you the permission to have fun. It's like, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, Overwatch is like yes, this is a competitive game, but can you just have fun, please? Yeah, like, like the, the competitive there's a rank for that. Go play yeah. ranked. Like if you guys want to play the game and have fun, and the fact that it offers both experiences so well. Yes. And it's like, you want some cool costumes? Here's a cool costume. Like, so, okay. so I'll we'll put a little bow on this topic, just with a few last anecdotes. Uh, obviously, though, it, it definitely proves that games need time. Yeah. A lot of publishers are not... They're, they're, they're being slaves to the cycles. Yes. I think is the best way to put this. Uh, I think I think EA, I mean Ubisoft specifically, like with AC and stuff like that, like really, really fell into that and they're starting to back away now. You know, a lot of companies also don't have that monetary luxury like Blizzard does. And Blizzard has so many yes. ads of like revenue coming through, uh, avenues of revenue that it's like, you know, they can afford to do that. So I'm wondering if whether we need to start consolidating publishers or companies mm-hmm. so that they have that time. It's a really, really weird thing. I'm going to end it on. This is why I tell everyone, I tell everyone about Overwatch, like. Overwatch is the new Smash Brothers in the sense that it is the most social video game right now. It's like back when I was a kid, just like Christmas, Thanksgiving, whatever the family holiday was, or you go see your cousins, pile into the basement, play Smash Brothers. Like, and it has an enjoyable, immersive character experience. But in addition to that, it's easy to play. Anyone can just hop on and have a good time. But if you want to like get really into it, it has a lot of depth and a lot of advanced gameplay to it that you can take that time to learn. And, you know, move on to that next topic that I wanted because it's, it's kind of related to Overwatch and we were, oh, yeah, so we were addressing it is I think multiplayer games are there's no there's no I don't know how to describe it. I feel like there's no, there's no more risk to them anymore like, what do you mean? I, I play I bought Rainbow Six and I was like okay Rainbow what? Six. I would have never guessed yes okay I'm fine. so I, when I bought it it was fun I was like okay I like this game I like the gameplay it's fun like yeah it's missing a bit but, but I, I bought For Honor like a week later so the, the currency in Rainbow Six is Renown, and then I put in For Honor. Which is Smeckles. And I, and I get Renown. It's Renown again. Oh, is it really? Yeah. It's Renown again. <laughs> like, there's Steel and, like, other stuff, but it's like, when I'm playing, it's like, oh, plus 10 Renown. I'm like, wait a minute. Why is there Renown? Is that how you buy the characters? And, uh, no, the characters, the characters you don't have to buy. You I, didn't, I didn't get For like, Honor. Like, start, you start with them. We have to, like, recruit them so you can customize them. Mm. But it's still, like, I think For Honor... Is it's it's you pick a character, and you it's, it's a MOBA. Okay, Four Honor's a yeah, MOBA. Yeah, yeah, well, we played a little bit. Yeah, Four Honor's basically a MOBA, and you know Rainbow Six is picking a hero, and you're storming a building, 
And it's the same gameplay every time. Rainbow Six is basically a MOBA. Overwatch is a MOBA. You know, it's... Uh, so many games coming yeah, out yeah, I agree. are... I feel like everyone is trying to... to Basically, everyone wants to be Overwatch. It's like, okay, Overwatch is a big thing. And everyone wants to be it. I'm like, why don't you just do something else? Like, I like For yeah. Honor, but For Honor doesn't have anything. Like, I'm playing... There's, As a tangent... It's like the Deadpool effect, where now everyone wants to make R-rated movies. Although I hear Logan is good. Yes. I want to point that out. Logan has really good reviews. I I, I didn't think it was going to be good reviews. Um, and people people didn't take away from Deadpool that, oh, do what you want and make your film the way you want it to make it and how you feel it should be and not how mm-hmm. producers or aud- you think audiences want it to be. Instead, they took away, oh, we just need to all make R-rated films now. Yeah. Like, I remember I had, I had Bioshock 2. Oh, that's cool. Bioshock 2 had multiplayer in it for some reason. But when I played it, it was a basic shooter. But it was a basic shooter with Bioshock mechanics. It wasn't good. It wasn't, like, well-designed. It was entertaining. But I was like, it's different. Like, I would sit down. I would still play it for a few hours. So I love the Bioshock universe. I feel like I remember, like, most games started tacking on multiplayer, like, kind of haphazardly. And they weren't well-designed multiplayers. But they were fun. Like, yeah, it absolutely. was like Far Cry 2, I think, had very, like, I, I remember playing Far Cry 2. I played Far Cry 2. And I was like, oh my gosh, this multiplayer is not very well designed. But it was goofy. And they could, like, make your different maps. And, like, it was its own thing. But now when I buy, you know, I bought Battlefield 1, which I was so excited for. I was like, oh my gosh, this is like, I love Battlefield. Oh, yeah. Battlefield 1, like, they, why? It, it's lacking content. Like, like, you don't realize it when, you don't realize it at first. I started playing it, and I'm like, do you know what? Like, this is kind of missing some stuff. Like, where's, where's, where is, where's, where are the guns? Where are the things I can get? I agree with you, but I also want to disagree. Okay. Because I feel like it's playing to, so, I mean, one, it's playing to the historical fact a bit, that it's like, there's less guns. Like, that's kind of how yeah, it is. I agree, yeah. But I, I would say that they, they cut away the fat with Battlefield 1, where, okay, like, everything that is there is flawless. I agree. Like, everything, like, the, the, the design... The, the way the gameplay feels and runs, the maps that are there are designed properly, the gameplay, uh, like, the matches between the different classes work great and different vehicles, like, like, I had a problem with Battlefield 4. I love Battlefield 3 for all of its glitchy mess, I still love that game, yeah. Battlefield 4, oh my god, that had problems, and I think it's because they were doing too much, and with Battlefield 1, I think they cut away the fat. And now, yes, I will agree. It, it's the same problem as the battle, the Battlefront experience, where with Battle, Battlefront. Star Wars Battlefront, there isn't enough content, but what's there is really good. Yes. I think that's the issue. I I think. I think there is this. No, I think I think the issue is I think in today where we have so many outlets, like including ourselves, who talk about games. You have so many people who are playing games now. There is this fear of I don't want to release a bad game. I don't want to release. I don't want to release a multiplayer that people won't play. And. Like, even like Modern Warfare 2 is a very good example of a multiplayer game. Like looking back on that game was horribly un- like unbalanced. Like oh yeah, 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 very chaotic. But you can't find someone who didn't love it. They're like yeah. like they're like yes, it was a unbalanced mess, but it was great. I lo- like like the model 1887s became a part of the culture of the game. Oh yeah, like absolutely. it was like like people were like you didn't even hate it, you liked it because I was like that's part. It of was it. so bad, it was good. Yeah, you're like you know what that's that's part of the game. You know that they're unbalanced. The intervention, like quick scoping, it was very annoying when you got quick scoped, but it's part of it. You're like, you're like that is a thing. You're like, oh, I want to do that. Like, yeah. I'm a, I'm a quick scope back. I think now there, people are almost afraid of like, oh no, like what if this gun is too unbalanced, or what, what if, what if something happens? Like, I want to make sure that when I play it, you know, nothing goes wrong. And I think 
like I don't mind if a game comes out and is like messed up. You know, I I want to see games take a take a chance, take a risk. And I think I saw a Titanfall two where I was like, Titanfall one to me is a big risk. Like they're oh, like, yeah, absolutely, and absolutely. I loved it. I was like, this is the best, especially for sixty dollars. Yeah, I'm like, whoa, like it feels different, it feels fun. I really like it. And to me, Titanfall two, I feel like they didn't, I feel like they lost that. Yeah, they I feel like they're I like they're like wow. We really, like, we survived the first round. I feel Let's not take too many risks. Yet. I feel it's better than people give it credit for, considering yeah. it came out at the same time as Battlefield One and Call of Duty and all that. I, I think I think if you if you take it out of that context, it's it's definitely the most underrated game of 2016. Yeah. I'm gonna say that right now. Like Overwatch, best game of 2016. Titanfall Two, most underrated game. Yeah, of my my roommate has it, and he, we play on his PS4. I love it. It's good. When I play it, I'm like, ah, man, like. It's lacking that chaos. That was like, like everyone. Was, I remember reading review, like Reddit posts, and people were like, "Oh man, Titanfall One was too fast. It was too chaotic. Like there was too much going on." And like, you know, and the people like when I, when I played competitively, everyone just no one used their Titans because Titans are so cumbersome. And so I'm like, yeah, that, that, I understand that the competitive scene may not have been what you wanted, mm-hmm. but like when I was playing Battlefield One, and you're jumping around at this high speed, it's chaotic. There's missiles flying everywhere because there was like a hundred grunts like running around like murdering each other and you know it's like, and it was just it was chaotic it was pure chaos i loved every second of it. oh yeah absolutely like, i was like this is what it should be like time the titanfall universe to me is chaotic and like that it it came across when you're a titan and you're wrecking people and you're moving around and you're exploding these nuclear ejections like it's just like it was broken like when you're titan when your titan blew up it was broken and it, it, it wiped out half the map and it was so frustrating. It was so, it was so good. But to me, that was the universe. Like as a pilot, you weren't meant to survive very long. Like you were, like you were supposed to get blown up very quickly by a Titan. That's how they were designed. But when I played Titanfall two, there's very minimal grunts. Like yeah. it is it is pilot versus pilot, and there are open maps. Like there's not many like structures to jump on, and the Titans are, I how to describe the Titans? They're like there's there's set classes. It feels like. A MOBA. Like, there's, yeah. a, there's a set... T- there are five Titans that you have, and there's no smart pistol. And that's... Yep, I remember from the beta, there's no smart pistol. What? Sad face. Yeah, and like, yes, I understand the smart pistol was broken. No, the smart pistol was great. But but to me, that was part of the universe. Yeah, it was part of the game. Like, I remember me and my friend playing it, and he goes, wait a minute, why doesn't every grunt have a smart pistol? And now, and the, now you might think... That would be a glaring flaw in the game. We would be like, oh, no, this game is dumb. We had a very in-depth discussion of, like, you know what? The smart pistol is probably very expensive. And these grunts just get murked. So why would the IMC spend money on these smart pistols on grunts that just get destroyed anyway? They're just going to throw them out there. And I'm like, we had an in-depth discussion about the universe as if we were in it. Because I think Titanfall 1 captured the universe. Oh, yeah. The fuels were there. It's gritty. It's when on that one map, uh, when you're on Demeter, I think at them, it might be Demeter, when the whole uh, the whole map blows up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that was it. They're like, I was like, all right, escape, let's escape. They're like, no, you're dying. I'm like, oh, there, oh, oh, this is the universe. Like this is yeah. Like was it was it poor in the sense of like there wasn't like every match you had to escape. Every match was basically the same. But to me, Titanfall two could have been okay. How about we change what happens at the end? What if it's not escape? What if it's what if you have to do this? What if, you know, fight to survive? You, know, you have to die, and they have to hunt you down. You know, to me, Titanfall 1 was good, but it was just missing some extra features. And I feel like if they just added, like, some different endings, if they made the single, if they invested into that multiplayer story, 
No, you're like, no, we don't want, we don't want to put single player. We want that multiplayer. So we're going, to, we're going to invest in that idea. You're going to love it now. What did you think about the single player though from Titanfall 2? Because I thought it was pretty good. Um, my friend played it. I watched him play it a bit, and I watched some gameplay, and he said it was very good, uh, and it looked good. But to me, I just didn't want. I didn't want single player. To me, Titanfall. You didn't want to be told what it was. You yeah. wanted to figure it out like, yourself. Like to me, the universe. I get that. Like I liked how the story was told in the audio, the video guys. Like yeah. they're they're. Talking. That's all I want. Overwatch does like, too. Like to me, I liked the feeling of being a soldier in a conflict, and and the people who are in charge are doing things around you. There is like a commander who is like, "All right, pilot, you have to go do this." He goes, and you're watching these things unfold, and. That to me was a cool feeling, like being like this. A, you're a pilot who's an elite soldier, but you know there's also this outer conflict going around, and you don't get to see it; you only hear it. You know, you're hearing it happen. You go to these, and that to me was what it could have been a lot better. Is if they make the story in the entrances, like that one assault on Demeter mission where you're on the ship and you launch down in your pod. You know, that was cool. Was like, wow, this is what the game should have been. Like every mission has some type of cool entrance or a cutscene opening, and. Cause it's kind of like Brink, too. Like that game that could have been... It's like, yeah, yeah. Like, like, Brink could have been cool, but it wasn't. Because I don't think they invested on the idea. And that's right. what I think Titanfall 2 should have been. And I think every multiplayer should do is find the idea and invest. Because I think, like, people aren't going to like it at first. Like, And some people just won't like it. Yeah, and people are going to say, don't, don't do that. It's not what I like. I don't think people know what they like. I think if Titanfall... I think, yeah, I think you need to... Uh, you need, you're, you're like a child. It's like... Yes. Oh, I don't want that food. Just, just you just show the food in their fucking stupid face. Yeah. And you say, eat it, you fat fuck. Yeah, like, Dad, I don't like bacon. You're lying. Everyone likes bacon. I, I'm telling you, you'll like it. And, like, you just have to believe. Like, you just believe in your product. Yeah. Like, I think Titanfall 1, they People said, like what other people are passionate about. Yeah, like, Titanfall 1 was like, this is a big risk. But there's passion behind it, and they liked it. And I was like, this is it. Like, I'm sold. I was iffy on it. Like, I remember watching the E3 footage. I said, this game is going to suck. And then they said... Okay, you get the pilot time. Like, ooh, you get the pilot of mech. How original. And then, I, and then it drops. You're like, oh, my pants. Drops. I was like, okay, what happens now? When it drops, what happens? And he walks up to it, presses X, and it picks him up and puts him in in first person. And I dropped, my jaw dropped on the floor. I said, this game, this is it. Like, this is like, this is what I've been waiting for. Oh, yeah, I remember it going like, nuts. I screamed. I was like, this this can't be what's happening. And, like, they kept showing it. Like, you jump like you jump on top of it and you, you know, dip into the little thing. And that's the thing. Titanfall 2, they, they made it third person. Why? Why? Like, to me, I, I watched, I go, are you serious? Why are you putting in third person? That's half the fun was getting picked up and, like, looking your tight in the eye as, like, it puts you inside of its chest. Now you zo- it zooms out, and you're just like, oh. Well, that's, yeah, that's not exciting. Or, like, when you do an execution on your Titan, it's first person. It, it's third person now. And you're just like, that's, like, I, w- I want to see my fist reach in. I want to be in the machine, like, Ugh. But now I'm like, then when it cuts away, I go, oh, wait, I'm playing a game. Right. Yeah, like that's what that's that's what happens. So moral of the story, do do your own thing, but also be Titanfall. Yeah, be cre- be creative. Invest everyone out there. Invest in your product, and if I tell you I don't like it, then that's whatever. But if you tell me I don't like it, and you go, trust me, you will like it, and then you keep giving it to me, eventually I'll probably appreciate it. Like that's every movie. Like no one wants to like Star Wars. No, everyone's like Star Wars is gonna suck. Not not like Star Wars. When George Lucas said, "I promise it'll be good," and then it was good. Like just invest in it. Like when we do our podcast, we could sit there and do it like everyone else. We're gonna say, you know what? We're gonna do it our way because eventually, even if people, if someone doesn't like it, they will appreciate that we're passionate about yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what's important: put passion back into these games. Cool. Solid. I love it. I like it too. Yeah. All right. <laughs> next topic. So, Zenimax. 
You know, you know about the whole Zenimax? Uh, That's the printer company, right? No. No, uh, Xerox. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you know about Oculus Rift. You know about that, at least. Let's, let's start there. You know yeah, Oculus yeah. Rift. VR, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, we're going to talk about the endangerment of VR thanks to Zenimax. So, do you know about the whole lawsuit between Zenimax and Facebook that's been going on? I do not. So, uh, I believe Palmer Lucky is the one. One of the two founders of Oculus, before it was bought by Facebook, uh, used to work at Zenimax. Okay. And uh, they quit Zenimax to do that full-time, or they're starting as a side project while they're at Zenimax. Uh, and uh, Zenimax uh, launched a lawsuit against Facebook after they were acquired by Facebook, uh, saying that uh, they had taken code from their VR-related projects at Zenimax, and that is embedded in the Oculus Rift. And the lawsuit uh, finally went to court uh, a few weeks ago, and the Texas judge ruled that... Uh, I, th I think they ruled that there was no proven fact that the code made its way into Oculus, but that he... No, no, no. Oh, okay. not, not exactly. Or maybe. But what what was determined is that uh, Lucky... Again, I believe it's Lucky was the one who definitely worked as the center of this. Uh, Lucky definitively broke his contract uh, in taking a whole hard drive of shit from his job at Zenimax and potentially using it. So the fact that it's potentially there... Uh, and then he broke his, his contract of taking how they all the information that should have stayed with the company um, is what they is what happened. So what happened because of that is something I think it's like five hundred thousand uh, five hundred million. Sorry, way more five hundred million dollars. Facebook is like it's we're Facebook. We don't care. But now they're keeping good on another promise they made. So Zenimax promised that uh, that wasn't when they were going to stop, and they're going to file an uh, injunction to stop all sales of the Oculus Rift, and that is now happening. The injunction has been filed. It is being reviewed, I believe. And uh, this would affect, like, all the products. I think there's a list here. Uh, I'm looking at an article by Polygon. Uh, it's a block sale distribution of any Oculus products. They use this copyrighted code. That includes, but it's not limited to, system software for Oculus PC and mobile products, as well as Oculus integration with the Unreal Engine and Unity Engine. Uh, so, basically, it's going to stop everything. Uh, you won't be able to buy a Rift. The Rift store will cease to function until this is resolved. Uh, game publishers won't be able to work with that. And Oculus, I mean, aside from PlayStation VR, which I don't know numbers on how well that's performing right now, I hear it's okay, but not as well as I wanted to, um, is this could seriously endanger the future of VR. Because they're basically halting production of the largest investor of it. I'm trying to think of my opinion of VR, because I don't know if... I'm sold on it. I really... Well, but here's the thing. They're not going to get the chance to sell you on it if this, this, if this really wrecks I... it. Think, think of it this way. So so let's think of it this way. Um, let's, let's go back because we talked a lot about multiplayer. And, and here's a note about what you think was a lot, a lot of the early games in my opinion had a multiplayer because Xbox and PlayStation 4 said make multiplayer things because we're trying to sell our service. Yes, exactly. So we'll give you money if you make a multiplayer thing or we'll, we'll, we'll advertise your game more if you have multiplayer content because they'll subscribe to uh, PlayStation's service or uh, Xbox's service. And so imagine if someone was... If they start Xbox Live, let's just start. Let's pretend like PS PlayStation Network doesn't exist because yeah. Xbox Live was first. Xbox was Live, and then you they found out. Oh, the guy made Xbox Live slow code from Zenimax or whatever, uh, and then Xbox Live was just halted. You yeah. you would never get to experience multiplayer games. I feel like, like I feel like halting the whole production and even stopping it. From being, that's a lot. I feel like that's a lot. Like that's, that's it is. I mean, it's in their right. It's totally in their legal right. But like, what effect do you think this will have? Like, like this is this is insane. Because I know, I mean, sure, we have HTC Vive, but HTC Vive is not doing as well as it's supposed to be doing. Um, and, and I think Steam actually, Steam is actually going to be the biggest person to look at, or Amazon. Like, I feel like this is one of those moments where it's 
it's where you know so so i feel like so let's let's say Oculus rift they let's say facebook and had something like they wanted to do with it like they had some new game and they had yeah. some they had something in down the, down the tube to say okay like this was the big thing like we're going to, this was the wii sports yes this will get people to buy an oculus rift and let's nah, say, i wish i didn't say wii sports <laughs> yeah. and now let's say steam has that same thing because yeah. steam is saying they're saying okay you know Half-Life 3. Yeah. For the, for oh, yeah. I've been saying that for years. I'm like, the second HTC Vive got announced to, like, mainly be partnering with Steve, I was literally just like, all they have to do is go out to E3, get on the stage floor, and say, HTC Vive launches, it'll have Half-Life 3 as an exclusive. That's it. They just win. Like, that's just it. Not going to get into Half-Life 3. I, maybe. I feel like Half-Life 3, maybe one day will be like... <laughs> I feel like people won't even buy at this point. I don't know. Oh, yeah. It's going to get too late. But, but So, here's the thing. Yeah, so, like, Steam or Amazon, they're really, like, positioned to swoop in here and take yes, over the market. Buy, buy, but what if they don't? Because, it's not, like I said, it's struggling. Like, the numbers aren't what people expected them to be. I don't think... I, I feel like it's the Apple Watch. Like, the iWatch, I, I feel like that's just isn't where technology wants to go. I feel like that, I feel like that there are, so you feel like it just should die? Like this is just fine. Not die, but I feel like there, I don't know. I feel like it's designed. I don't want to wear, I don't want to wear it on my face. I don't, I don't want to wear a giant like thing. So you don't on, want VR then? Cause that's I, what VR is. I guess I, you want AR is yeah, what I'm assuming? I, I guess I want something like, I I like the Wii. I like the Wii. I think the Wii was cool. Like that, that idea of using cool. a, of using a peripheral, using something other than a controller. Um, like the Connect, I think that I know the Connect like stank, like, and I, I I barely use mine, but like that to me was a very solid idea. They just did not invest into it. Oh yeah, like, absolutely. Like to me, that was like that's where I wanted it to go. I'm like, I mean, me, me the Connect doesn't exist; it needs to be totally changed. Yeah. But from a base level idea, like to me, like, when that first came out, it's like no controller, like you can use your body. Like I I love the dance games. I play them. Like I I love them. Like, they are my favorite. Like, Everyone does. Like, Dance Central, I played that for hours. Like, it's I, crack gaming. Like, I loved Dance Central. I'm like, mm -hmm. this is it. Like, this is where gaming is going. But then, they're kind of like, okay, they drop it. They're like, they're like boop, all right, that was cool. And, yep. I, and I'm like, why did you do that? Like, you have this cool thing that you could have been... Like, when I walked downstairs and I said, like, Xbox, turn on. And they went, boop, I was like, what? Hello, <laughs> the future. I'm like, this is it. And then, like, they kind of just, like, dropped it again. Like, the connect isn't, you know, it isn't what we want it to be. Yeah. And... Like, that's my thing. It's to, to me. It's when I put when I, I've, I've worn a VR thing. I've worn it. I put it on, and like it's hot. Like it's like there's that fuzzy underface. It's just like ugh. And like you, you kind of look like an idiot when you're wearing it. And like I wouldn't, and I wouldn't want to sit down in my basement and wear it. That's that's how I feel about. It. I would never walk into my room and be like, okay, let's play video games, Bank, and like put it on and like get my controller. And someone walks in, just like playing on my head. Like that's like so. The glasses that, yes, I just took off for this, for those who are listening. Um, like, glasses. Like, if I can wear a pair of glasses and maybe um, information is projected on my glasses. Like, yeah. I'm playing on a TV, but there is some, my glasses are doing something. Maybe they're projecting onto Okay, so you just want to do an AR. Yeah. I think, what's the A stand? Augmented. Yes, augmented. That. Yes. You ever, like. You want you want HoloLens. Like, you want a Microsoft HoloLens. Yeah, do you ever see, like, the firefighter thing where the guy. Um, they have a firefighter mask where you open your hand and the menu is on your... You ever play Crisis? And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like, and the menu was his hand. Yeah, sure. He's like flicking his fingers to do stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, like that to me is what it is. Like if you could give me a game where I'm playing it and they're like, okay, look to your left for like some information. I look to my left, look at my, my wall, a bunch of data's on my wall. Yeah. Like, look, look at the wall to the TV, to the wall to the TV. And like that to me 
is what it should be. Or maybe I'm playing and it's like, look to your left and like look at that item. You can look down, there's like a knife next to you. You're like, oh, sure. like yes, here's my little item. And but you're 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 not looking like an idiot wearing it. You're just wearing glasses. I think you can you can see the world around you, which I think people kind of like. And I think it's I think that's more exciting. I think put bringing a game instead of putting me in the game, bring the game to me. Because I, I I don't think people just want to sit. Like I wouldn't want to play Call of Duty wearing it. Like it's cool. I get yeah. it, but like, just put just put it on the screen. Like it, it's fine. Like, okay. it, but put something on my like, glasses, and you know, put a small thing. You know, I, okay. I, yeah. I think I think put, trying to put it all the way. Um, I either find a way of doing it that people like, or I'm not gonna, I, even me. Like I've used it, and I still like, I I don't sit there and go, "This is where it has to be." Like, this is what I want more than anything. Like this is where the future. Like I've used it. I'm kind of over it. I don't know. It's like 3D. Like people don't like 3D. I think that I think there's the idea is there, but we haven't found it yet. So okay. So to put a bow on this, I'm just gonna speak to the Oculus specifically. Um, it's really disturbing. Uh, I mean, I'm totally siding with Zenimax. Uh, they're within every one of their uh, they're within their legal rights. Uh, I would be doing the exact same thing if I was them. Um, I know that uh, Mark Zuckerberg is probably kicking his ass for not reading over the contract that he had drawn up with Lucky and not going over this stuff. Um, I think it's sad because I think, again, if Amazon or Steam or, or Valve or another giant company doesn't swoop in here with HTC to really uh, plug up this hole in the industry, um, this will probably be the end. And, and VR has been tanking. It has been doing bad. Um, I, I should have got some numbers, um, but it has been very underperforming, especially at all last year. All last year, the hype numbers are so up. Uh, it was crazy how much money people thought this industry was going to make, and it's just not. Um, I do think I, if there was a time for steam to jump in or for amazon to jump in i think this is that moment if yeah they, i mean amazon's trying to publish so like if they don't jump in now then it's yeah i, I mean steam's working with htc vibe so i mean also htc can also decide they're just gonna throw a bunch of money into it directly but i think without a gaming like facebook at least has gaming connections which they already have which is good yeah. um <clears throat> the biggest thing here uh that people have to note is that even though the numbers reflect poor things there are really good strives in this. Uh, I was I was lucky enough, thanks to a friend of mine who is very, very well off that I got to uh, hang out with over break, um, to try out the uh, Star Wars experience in VR. Ooh, and it was it was really good. Like, and it, it wasn't a game. It was basically a movie. Like, yeah. It, I mean, like, you can, like, interact with some things, but, like, it's basically a, it's basically a movie. But, like, that's a VR experience I want to have. And, like, that, like, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, if everyone had this standard, I mean, granted, it's made by Disney slash Lucasfilm, so obviously it's super good. Um, like, if every standard was up to there, everyone would have VR right now. I promise you. I, I, I think that's what people, I think it's what they're doing wrong is, like, VR Star Wars. I'm sold. Like, yes, I will play that. I feel like a lot of VR companies are trying to sell us on these other things. So, A, you're selling me on something that I don't know. Like, yeah, so, you're trying to interest me in the new product, A. Mm -hmm. And then, B, you have to get me interested in the headset. If you say, wow, how about Star Wars X-Wing VR? Done. Everyone buys it. Yeah. Everyone buys the, it. Like, to sell what people want. I want Star Wars VR. The I other biggest VR. thing is the cost. Obviously, people need to understand. Yes. Uh, PlayStation VR was the biggest hope for this industry because the only other thing you needed was a PS4. Uh, and there are no supported games coming out for that thing. They were good to start, and then they just stopped, and no one knows what's going on now. It's very scary. It's very disturbing. And the, like the Batman, uh, I haven't got to play it, but I know people that played the Batman one. They said that was good. Um, but 
yeah, it's it's really sad. Uh, a lot of people have worked towards this. A lot of young nerds like us have grown up uh, just imagining this. Yeah. And so, you know, it's it's a little sad. Zenimax might be putting the final nails in the coffin. They do. Good on them. They make a lot of money doing it in the midway. Uh, I know I know Facebook's actually trying to fight this. Uh, they're fighting the original uh, 500 mil they owe them, and they're going to probably fight this as well. Um, 500 mil, that's just so much money. Yeah, and they don't care. They that have is, so much money. That is a lot. That is actually... That's actually a lot of money. Yeah, there's just something I wanted to bring up. It's it's a very odd thing to see in this industry. Um, I mean, it's not the first time tech industry has seen this, but the video game industry doesn't experience this much. So it's just something I wanted to bring up a little bit for no, a small topic. Absolutely. Yeah, that's something that you know I think we'll be we'll be talking about. Yeah, we'll probably yeah. we'll probably see a lot of it again. And kind of to to change gears because this is my this is my third and five, my final topic I've written down for today because it kind of goes back to what we're doing after this. Yeah, the, yeah. The Ghost Recon. Um, do you think? Do you enjoy um, the open betas and the like the Xbox game preview? We get to like buy a game for thirty dollars, and it's not complete yet. Like, do you enjoy that? I, I to me, I enjoyed it at first, and I'm kind of getting sick of it. Like, I think betas are good, but I think sometimes a beta kind of hurts my interest in the game. I feel like every game kind of has a beta now. I don't know. So do you have, do you have like experience you can relate to right now? Yeah, right. like I, I I remember when. The Halo Reach beta came out, and that that to me was the first beta I ever experienced, and I was like, "Whoa, what? Like, what's a beta?" And they're like, "You get to play the game, and you know, list any problems." And I remember it being very minimal. Like, there were two maps, and like, no class customized. Like, you got the bare, bare minimum of what you can do in this game, and I loved it. I was like, "Oh my god!" There are two game modes. That's it. You get to do like a little attack and defend one. There's team death match, one map for each. And me and my buddy played it for hours. I was like, oh my goodness. Like, this is so cool. Because I think it gave me that bare minimum. It gave me so little. It was like, we're just testing things. Like, and that's it. I feel like, like when For Honor came out, that beta just recently, that was basically the full game. Like, there is there was like very little extra things. Oh, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Like, it was basically the full game. And... I played it and I was like, yes, this is so cool. I'm like, okay. Now, like, wow, this is a beta though. Like, what's missing? Like, what isn't in it? And I bought it. It's, it's, that's it. It's what it, I'm like, ugh. Like, and it hurt my interest in the game because to me, a beta is here is a teaser. Here is like, here's what we're working yes, on. Yes. Like, I, it, a good beta to me gives me the bear. Like, I've never been like, Halo Reach, I was so pumped for because that beta. Yeah, I actually missed that beta, but I heard the same from all like, my friends. It was just, it was just designed, it gave you, it was like, we are, this game is not done, we're, we're giving you a test. It was one, again, the one map, bare minimal gameplay, and it was like, wow, like, like what, what, are, what don't we have? Like, what's yeah. missing? Yeah, so let, let's, like, let's start the first half of this talking about traditional betas and yeah. not like, not preview, not Xbox preview, like yeah, traditional, traditional beta things. So yeah, that's the same thing with me, uh, happens a lot. Uh, it's either really good or really bad. I mean, for better or for worse, it gets my money most of the time. Where I'll play a beta, and it's like, oh my god, like this is so good for what it is. Uh, it's not fleshed out yet. It's not polished yet. So the polish will make it better. This is only a few game modes. So there must be tons of other. And I set my expectation real high. And what gets me excited for the game is well, the possibilities. The word exactly. possibility is what it is. And sometimes I get the game like, oh, it's great, it delivers on it. And sometimes like for honor, it's like, oh, this is everything. I didn't buy for honor, but I bought games like for honor where I played the beta, and I think it's a bit of it. And it's actually the whole game. And I'm like, oh, well, I mean, you got my money, but, like, I wouldn't have bought it if I knew otherwise. Like, we, we played the Homefront beta. Like, we were playing it, we're like, wow, this game is... Oh, yeah, it was broken. We're like, we're like, this game is pretty awful. Like, like we were excited to play it. It was a 2007 game, basically. Yeah, and we were, like, sitting there, we're like, 
is this it? Like, is this what we're? Is this our game? Like, is this what we're doing? Like, we're, yeah. we're shooting guys. Like, I got a great time playing that game. But I wouldn't pay sixty dollars for it. I paid like twenty dollars for it. Like, I played it and I I played it. It was broken, but I saw possibilities and I looked at the review for it and everyone was like, "This game is garbage." Like, yeah, they just they just like, threw it away. As I'm saying, it's like. And the original Homefront was so good. Oh, I remember playing the Home. I think there's a beta for Homefront. Uh, I think there was. There yeah. was. Yeah, I remember I that one. Like the Homefront beta was just multiplayer. The story was good. The yeah. gameplay was good. There was a book written on it. Yeah, I read the book. It was so good. Like I miss the traditional marketing that video games had. <laughs> I think because I think that's what the beta has replaced. So now they're like, okay, we could do a very complex marketing campaign, or we can just kind of give them the game for free for like a week. And then like those buy. It. Well, they've always they've always had what's that GameStop demos and Best Buy demos, yeah, but it's just so much expensive. Like, so much money to send that out. I remember the like Halo Reach, and they're like the remember the remember Reach commercials. And I'm like, oh, oh, my, I'm like, yeah. oh my god, like what? They what still do that. I I'd be surprised when I see those pop. But yeah, they're they're definitely lacking a lot more. Yeah, but I remember Halo Reach had like this whole thing. Like there was like a memorial thing where everyone can add a little light and they'll build the yeah build I the remember. memorial. Like they were selling this. They're like. And, like, you had no idea what the game was. It was just, like, Reach. Like, like I mean, you were a Halo guy. You know what yeah. the game was. But, like, it was this place of, like, like Reach was, like, like, A, it came out after Halo 3. So everyone thought Halo I remember cool. the Super Bowl. Super Bowl that year. They had the 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 fight commercial where the, you have you have Noble Six running through the battlefield with everyone yeah. else. Uh, Cat goes for the bomb. She gets shot down. Yeah. Noble Six takes the bomb, goes up, and throws it. And and I'm not in the other room getting snacks. I've already seen this commercial. It's on YouTube already, obviously. Uh, and And my dad's, like, Mike, Mike, and I'm like, what, what? And he's like, I think that one game you like just had a commercial, and what? And mom's like, oh, it's that Halo, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like, oh wait, wait, Halo's in the Super Bowl? What? And I was like, jeez. Yeah, like, it was like, it got me excited. It was, I was like, I bought into this whole Reach mythology. I was like, oh my gosh, like, oh, everyone like, in Halo. Halo like, was great. Like you had this sense of like, make Halo great again. Yeah. Like you had this sense of dread. Like, oh man, this is gonna be so bad. Like, not bad in the sense of bad, but like, yeah. like the, the, the the fall of Reach, the bad yeah, time yeah. in the universe. Sure. And you felt it the way that they, they treated it, the way they like. I loved it. I love that they sold it as this. You lose. Yeah. And like you were playing, and you felt it. Like, all like, is there a war movie? Like, yeah. like we, you know, like you know, like let's say Pratt Ryan, but like you begin to say Pratt Ryan, we have Battle of Normandy. You know how that scene ends. Like, yeah. and and that's the thing. So, but then the. So the game itself, they gave us this beta, and they're hyping the story mode, and they say, "Okay, here's the multiplayer. You love Halo multiplayer. Here's a little like, here's a little taste of what we're doing." And you're like, "Oh my gosh! Like this is so different. This is so new. It looks so good." And and they took it away from you. Like, like here it is, and it was like three days. Like they're like, and you didn't even know about it. It was like three. It was like a Wednesday. It was like a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah. I could barely play it. I was like, "Oh my god, mom, I need to play." Like it's only here for three days. And and that was the thing. It was quick. It was like if you missed it, you missed it. Yeah, they they really did. yeah. It was definitely like we just want to get, we need numbers. You yeah. get us numbers. Like, and they and it was exclusive. It was like and it, uh, that was that's what was important. If you missed it, you missed it. Like mm-hmm. you can get the yeah. You like, now you beta. have you have the closed beta now. And you have yeah. the open beta. And, the beta and then you have the secondary beta sometimes. I remember the beta was like four months before it came out. Like mm-hmm. it was a while. Like they gave it to you and then you had to wait. I mean, look at look at Ubisoft for example. Ubisoft now they have betas for all their games. They have closed door betas where they just invite YouTubers to come play betas and yeah. make videos, and that's their advertising. That's that's their that's their advertising budget right there. Yeah, and I think that's good. I think if you have a closed beta, then that's I think a closed beta is better than an open. I would rather mm. I'd rather watch someone play it. And like, be like, this is great. You have to get it. This is great. Get it. Get it. Get it. I go. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's better. It's better yeah. in design and marketing. I agree with you. Yeah, but, um, but for information, it, it, there, you have to remember. As much as it is marketing, 
They still value the information coming out of it, and they still want they they need to know server stress tests. Need to yeah. know like they need millions of not millions. They need like hundreds of thousands of people playing these betas because the fifty to a couple hundred people they invite to play it with devs and family members that might get to play it um, will never ever encounter all the bugs. But you get like five hundred thousand people playing it at once, you'll encounter all the bugs. Well, here's what For Honor should have done. For Honor should have given you the night. Just the three vanguards. The yeah. three, that's it. It should have been the three vanguards, one map, and that is it. Like one, you get the broad, all the game modes. Oh, you mean for the beta? For the beta. Yeah, okay, the beta yeah. should have been just the night, the, just the base classes. Yeah. And they don't, they don't even show you the other ones. Well, night's all that matters. So. Yeah. <laughs> so they give you these three base characters. There's ten other ones that you don't see, mm-hmm. you don't even know about, and they should give you one map of Dominion. And one map of like the brawl mode. Yeah. And that's it. And then you play it and you go, wow, what's missing? Like, what am I. Right, absolutely. What, what, absolutely. what am I not seeing that is in this game? I love it now that there's more. Yeah. And like, 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 we're playing the beta, right? Yeah. And it goes on the multiplayer thing. They have the whole like one minute, like two minute video explaining the multiplayer. I'm like, holy shit, this is the whole goddamn game. Yeah. I mean, it was cool. Don't get me wrong. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, that, well, then I played it through it. There's nine characters you could play as in the beta. Yeah. And so I sat down, and I played it at home. I, I put in the game, and there's just one extra one for each. I'm like, oh, I, I oh, I played it. I, yeah. I played everything. And they had the, they, had the, they why, that whole war faction thing. That, why even tell me about that? Don't tell me about that. Like let that be. Like let me get into the game. And I go, wait, what? What's this yeah, because all, all all the progress yeah. gets reset anyway. Yeah, so. I'm like, what's this faction war? Yeah, just what? Like just have one, one, just have a one v one map, a dominion map, and a and a two v two map, or whatever, whatever the three main things you think you, you you the publisher think is the main multiplayer. Have one of each, and don't don't explain it. Just yeah, I mean, more. like, why do people not want to know spoilers for movies? because yeah. it ruins it. Because then it, and then yeah, you absolutely, know everything. absolutely. And so like, if I was like, oh Mike, here is the plot of the next Star Wars movie, would you be nearly as excited? I mean, I punch you in the face. Yeah, you you're like, I don't want to know. I want to experience it. Yeah, absolutely. So like, when a beta goes, like, oh, here is our beta. Here's like a taste of what we're working on. You go, ooh, okay. Like, I want a little peek. And it's like, here's the game. Oh, oh, wait, wait. So what else is new? Nothing. Yeah, it's like their flasher, basically. Yeah. Like, I'm like, is there anything like, if I when I when I give you the sixty dollars, what do I get? This character, yeah. This character, there you go. That's yeah. what's missing. It, it's weird. This meaningless character who is like this. Basically- now moving on to your second ask about like uh like Xbox preview and stuff like that, uh and, and betas that are you buy the game early, early access like Minecraft was, H one Z one was, uh King of the Kill. Um, uh, there's we a lot of few. games. We have a few. We have a few is one. Yeah. So though, I think that's a good thing because what's happening is it's allowing it's allowing publishers to crowdfund in ways. I'm where. Uh, yeah, don't worry about it. And if you're listening to this, don't worry about what I'm saying. Don't worry about. Uh, and it's allowing them to uh, crowdfund and market their game also because a lot of these people are smaller companies, and you know you have to do what you gotta do. It's it's a very cutthroat industry. I I think it's fine. Um, there's ones where you know it, it, you know you get to a point where sometimes they don't get out of beta, and that's what's weird. Like I don't know this for a fact, but um, what's the dinosaur one? Ark. Ark. I think that's still in beta. Right, that should does. be that should be out of beta. Like like, like Minecraft. Years. Minecraft has a published base version. Like Minecraft is published finally. Uh, I, I, but it's fine. You know, I, I'm not gonna complain about it. It's I, I will complain about bigger companies trying to take advantage of that because you don't have an excuse like other mm-hmm. people. Uh, unless unless it's like there's a team of ten people out of like like if Ubisoft did that and it was any more than like a 10, 20 man team working yeah. on this game, I would say that's bullshit. Like just just play the publish the game correctly. Play the game. 
uh, the game the game that is you know the video game industry house is supposed to be played. Um, but I, I think really smaller games is fine. I, I think it's about uh, especially Steam is uh, cracking down on a lot of the like the the fake beta games and stuff yeah. like that. Um, so, so I think in that case it's fine, but I do agree there's a lot of issues with actual betas for actual well, games. Like, I, I played, I when, I when I saw the trailer for We Happy Few, I like that was a game kind of like Overwatch. Where I was like, oh my god. Yeah, that one's a weird one though. As much as I'm enjoying watching people play that game, I do want to get my hands on it myself. I feel like it doesn't need a because every time there's an update, the game itself actually just completely changes. Not not in how you play it, yeah. but how the the world is, and it's wondering whether or not it's gonna. Now I'm wondering is the full version of the game going to be a randomly generated world every time or are you just changing it because you want more people to buy into the early access? That's what I'm saying. It's, I, 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 I watched the trailer for it and I was like, oh my goodness. I'm like, this is... like My favorite game of all time is Bioshock. Like, yeah, I, yeah. We I played it like dozens of times. And I said, I was like watching. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, this is Bioshock. Like, this is like the, I, the, the universe. I'm like, this is it. Like, I want to play this. Where's the little girls? Yeah. I was like, I was so sold on it. I was like, and then they're like, okay, you can get the, you can get it, you, you can play it right now. I was like, I can. I was like, okay. And like game preview, I said, oh, oh wait a minute. Like, yeah. And I, and I, I, did, I think they released it for like three hours. You can play three hours of it for free. Yeah. And I played it, and I was like, oh, this isn't what I want it to be. Like this is, this is like one, this is like a dinky do game. Like you know, it, I'm like, hey, how much? How much was it by the way? I didn't pay. I didn't pay for it. it was do you remember? Do you remember $30, what the thirty dollars for the yeah, thirty dollars? And I was saying that, but I was like, it's cool, but like, ah, like it's an alpha too, by the way. It's not even a beta. It's that's an alpha. What I'm saying. Like, it's, I feel like, like now I, I look at it. It's on my Xbox. Like, mm-hmm. it's still, it still wants you to buy it. I'm like, I don't want to buy you. Yeah. Buy it's, it. again, I think in general, this program and this model is good. We have a few, a very good game, by the way. I'm not saying this game is bad. This game, no, from I what I see, it is very good. I know a lot of people enjoy it. Again, I plan I on getting it. I don't think it's a game that needs it. Like, I feel like it needs it, but I feel like it might be taking advantage of it. Also, I agree. Like I think if like, if you want people to play it, because you got to remember, this is uh this is, again in our small studio. The whole way the game interacts is it's it's environmental interacting. So it's how the player interacts with the environment, mm-hmm. how the other AI interacts with the players, and all the things that triggers those interactions. And so I think you need a you need a beta and alpha for something like this because it's it's like like with main games, you can have your like your dev team and maybe people you invite play it, and that's like a couple hundred people to play it. But you won't discover everything. You let a couple hundred thousand people play it, and you'll discover all the bugs. And I think for that purpose, it's correct. But the way the content keeps drastically changing every time they play the game is, like is what been, worries me. Like, it's been in game preview for a very long time. Like, to me, it was like... It hasn't been for more than a year, though. I don't know, but to me, like, when I when I first think of game preview, I'm like, okay. Like, this game is either completely not even close to being done, or it's close, and they just see people kind of, like, finish it up mm-hmm. like and to me, we happy few. I feel like it's in the. Middle. It's a weird, yeah. It's a weird. I don't want to play it in the middle. Like I feel like in the middle is not where I want to see something. I don't yeah. need to see it. And it feels like it's not changing from that middle either. That's yeah. another red flag too. Like I was playing it, I'm like, okay, like it's cool, but like the way, like when I was watching the, the gameplay preview in the beginning, I was like, whoa, this seems like feels very cool, very psychological, very yeah. Like feels like Bioshock, and I started playing it. I'm like, oh man, like. It feels like as if it feels like a kind of like a Minecraft. It feels like it's one of those like survival games. Like you know, like like stay like don't stop. I, I get I get what you're saying. I'm not going to 100 percent agree with that statement, I but I, I understand. I don't think you're explaining it correctly, but I do get what you're saying. To me, it didn't. To me, it felt like, um, 
I'm trying to think. I don't, I don't play many survival games. It feels yeah. like a survival game. Like there's like there's, yeah, I wouldn't say it's Minecraft, but it feels like a survival esque. Yeah, like, game. Like, the, like the Don't Starve. The uh, what's that one where you crash in a plane? Like the zombies kind of hunt you down. You got to build like a fort and stuff. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I know what you're talking about. I don't know what. Yeah, the name to me, it's one of the, it feels like one of those survival games, survival sandbox games. That are very yeah, popular okay, right sure. Now. And to me, I was like, I, I wanted We Happy Few to be like, wow, we want to tell you this engaging story. This like. This creepy universe. I feel like it's doing that still, it's though. Do, it's doing that, but I want, I want to. When I first touch We Happy Few, at least in my opinion, I want them to be like, okay, you can go from start. Uh, can you go from if start you, to finish in the game preview? No, it, it stops. Like that. That's nuts. Like yeah. I can't. No, I, I that, that's what I was gonna say. I think yeah. I agree with you on that point. Is that it's the wrong game to have it this way, yeah. or it lessens the experience by partaking in the alpha. Yeah, maybe. like I'm like giving you a book. And I'm like, I'm still writing it. So you might love the book. Yeah. <laughs> that's called that's called that's called Game of Thrones. Yeah, I mean, like, but that's to me like when you're telling such a a, a game that focuses on its story. If I give you half the story, you're like, wow, thanks. I go, oh wait, I, I don't want that half anymore. Yeah, like I'm gonna change. Yeah, they're also changing the first half. Yeah, yeah I get it. Like, yeah. No, no, you can have that first. All right, half. so so the, start wrapping things up. Where where do we fall on? Start with you. Where do we fall on? Starting with regular betas and then the game previews. Give me a beta, but I want. A sample. Not. I don't want you to give me. I want you to give me a meal and then say, and that was it. Okay. I want you to say like, here is a crumb of this game. Here is the bare minimum. I want you to, like. This is all you need to taste for this game. Sure. And it'll be begging for more. That's all. I want. That is a beta. Team. And then game previews. Game previews. If your game is big, like, if you're like, like that Star Citizen game, like that what, that Star Citizen, the one is that what it is? Yeah. So that's, that's that's the one that has like millions yeah. of dollars. Like, yeah. That is like this big, huge undertaking. We're like, we're not, it's just huge. It's never going to happen, folks, by the way. It's never going to happen. That to me, that is an example of like, okay, we need people like messing around with this world. Like we need to get stuff done. We happy few. Come on. That's Bioshock. Like that is a single player. Like hire five people to play it. Don't give it to me until it's done. Don't give me an unfinished book. I agree. I agree. Uh, Yeah. So, so for me, it's definitely the same thing with you. Uh, I mean, I, I think the information is important. So I think uh, a little bit more than a small taste. I think it it depends on the game. Like for me, it's like, if it's a multiplayer game, just do the multiplayer. Like, let's put it this way, right? Like, single-player games don't need betas. Only multiplayer games mm-hmm. need betas. And I think that's mostly what it is these days. Uh, if it's a single-player game that has a beta and it's not doing something revolutionary with an engine where it really needs a wide pool of data to come in, uh, then it's basically just a demo. That's all it is. It's marketing. Um, if it's a multiplayer game, like, 10 to 20% of the game, depending on, like, how diverse the content within the multiplayer is, like... For Honor, I would say 20% of the game should be shown because, like, there's different game modes. There's different ways the AIs yeah. interact and stuff like that. So, that's that's fine. Uh, a game like Halo, two maps, like, 10%. That's about 10%. Like, and, and no, no like, custom types. That's fine. Uh, game previews, I'm totally okay with. Uh, happy for you, again. Really weird one. Feels more like a way to crowdfund than a way to actually test stuff. But, again, I don't know how their engine works and stuff like that. So, maybe, maybe I'm just wrong. Uh, but I think, in general, game previews are good. I land on that side of things. Well, I think it's time to wrap things up, Jack. This is our... This is it. This yeah. is the first episode of Power Cycle Podcast. I, I think I'm very excited to see where we go. And thank you for those who are watching. Thank you for those who have been listening. And listening. And, yeah, of course, I'd say, and, and listening. Yeah. And, you know, please give us some feedback. Uh, you know, go to Facebook. Uh, not Facebook. Go to YouTube. Uh, leave us a comment. Uh, or send us a tweet. Send us anything. Uh, yeah, like where can that. they find you again? Uh, at the Red Baron. And I'm at the Mighty Mike. And you can find our YouTube.com. YouTube.com slash Y-E Network. So Yen and then the end of Network. Once again, it's YouTube.com slash Y-E Network. You can also subscribe on uh, SoundCloud and uh, iTunes. If you're on YouTube, find those links down below. If you're on SoundCloud and iTunes, you know, just, just fool around a bit. You'll get there. And uh, I'm Jack Barron. And I'm Mike Knowles. And thank you for watching, guys. And thank you for listening. Time the power now.